Music with a message on KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. We're on AM 850 here in the St. Louis area. I'm Gary. This is the Midday Moments program. And with me today for this Moment in Scripture segment, I have Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. And uh, as we talked about last week, Matt, our a Sherathon's coming up. It will be next week, the 22nd through the 24th. That's April 22nd, 23rd, and 24th here on KFUO AM and on our worldwide stream. Uh, we'll be celebrating the ministry for KFUO Radio. It's an opportunity for our listeners to uh, make a gift to KFUO to help support this ministry. We talked last week uh, why KFUO is important to you and why people should give to KFUO. But your church is a big part of KFUO, too. I was just looking at my schedule for upcoming uh, church worship broadcasts, and you're on that schedule, and you have been as long as I can remember there at Ascension. Why is that important for a, a congregation like yours to get the message out on a radio station like KFUO? Definitely. Uh, well, you know, KFUO enables us to do something we can't do on our own, and that's to get God's word out beyond these four walls over the radio waves to just a broader audience. And the reason that we feel that it's important to broadcast our church service in particular, the divine service, is so that especially those who may not have access to it otherwise might be able to participate in worship via their radio, via their smartphone, via the internet at home. Uh, I know so many people that are, are members here at Ascension that say, you know, thank you, Pastor, for broadcasting the Sunday morning worship from Ascension. I just feel connected. I, I'd be able to hear a sermon. I'm able to hear God's word. I'm able to hear those words of confession and absolution, those words of forgiveness. I, I miss that. I'm not able to get there in person. It's wonderful. And it's not just members of Ascension that benefit, obviously, but it's people that may not be able to get to a church service otherwise that are connected to God's word through KFUO. And I know other people too that are able to get to church services and maybe they do worship at their home congregation, but then they have the benefit of, of tuning into an additional service to maybe see what the, another pastor has to say about the same Bible text, maybe even that, that they heard at their own church. So it's a way to, to connect people that aren't connected otherwise, but it's a way to even more strongly connect people who, yeah, may be worshiping somewhere else, but now they have the opportunity to hear that, that, that preaching at an LCMS congregation uh, on a Sunday morning. And uh, we are privileged to be able to do that uh, for those few months on KFUO. Yeah, and it's it's been so uh, much an honor for us here at KFUO to continue bringing that gospel message to everyone uh, anywhere they are. And what we've been saying during this pandemic is from where we are to where you are, because uh, many of us uh, until recently, and, and we're still not fully staffed back at the building here, we've been doing all our broadcasting from home. So uh, this year has been really important for uh, that message to be on the radio. <laughs> More important than ever in some respects. Uh, when people are isolated, they still have that lifeline of KFO radio bringing them the word of life, uh, their Savior, Jesus Christ. And, you know, thanks be to God that we already have this station. It's up. It's running. It was ready for a pandemic. It was poised, ready to go. And great work, Gary and team uh, at KFUO, being able to get the word out online over the radio waves uh, so that people, again, have that lifeline, that connection to 
the word of life. Yeah. Thanks so much for those comments, Matt. And uh, our reading last week was Second uh, Kings 6 to 15. And what would you like to highlight? Yeah, I, I think I'm going to stay in, in chapter six for today. Okay. The very first chapter we looked at. And the reason I want to do that is there's two accounts there where we see God at work in mighty ways. We can call them miraculous ways even. But there's one way that God is work at work in a small thing and something that seems very little. And then there's an example of how God is at work in a big way. So that, that first small way in which God is at work, and this is one of my favorite accounts in the Old Testament. Chapter 6, begin with verse 1. So Elisha is there with other prophets, and their dwelling is too small. And so they're going to chop some wood, <laughs> build a larger dwelling. And so we, we hear uh, them uh, felling logs down by the Jordan River. And then we hear this in verse 5, Gary, where it picks up. It says, but as one was felling a log, his axe had fell into the water. And he cried out, alas, my master, it is borrowed. <laughs> <laughs> and the man of God said, where did it fall? And he showed him the place. So here they are. And one of the guys that are building this house, uh, he's, he's chopping wood and the axe head falls into the water. And of course, it's made of metal. So it sinks to the bottom. And, and even worse, it's borrowed. <laughs> he borrowed it from some guy. Uh, got it from someone's garage. Yeah, right? It's like when the neighbor borrows something and you never get it back. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's so that is not a modern day problem, Gary. No, this is, you know, this is, uh, you know, nearly 3000 years ago and people are still <laughs> losing their borrowed tools. Um, so anyway, he's in distress. He goes to Elisha and he shows him where it happened. So then Elisha does this thing that sounds, it's really bizarre. He cuts off a stick. He throws it in the water where the axe fell and it made the iron axe head float. And then Elisha says, take it up. And he reached out his hand and he took it. <laughs> so <laughs> he throws a stick in the water and the axe head floats to the top. So obviously that was not a magic stick that he threw in the water. This was God at work got at work to recover that borrowed axe head. Uh, and, and what I think is kind of cool about that uh, is that it is miraculous. It's God at work, but it's in something that seems pretty simple. And, and the beautiful thing is, is we have a God who is maker of the heavens and the earth, uh, that he's over all things, all powerful, all knowing, and yet he's also a God who cares about a borrowed axe. Right. right. So he, he cares about the little things. And for me, that's a great comfort. Well, he made um, a promise to the person he borrowed it from that he would give it back to him. So he wants to keep his promise. So, yeah, God enables him to keep his promise. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But that's a wonderful thing. And, and I think, too, for us in our own lives, sometimes I think we're afraid to come to God in prayer about the little things. Right. right. I can't find my car keys. Uh, I won't bother God with that, though. He, you only need to pray about the big stuff. And, and no, I think this is an account that shows us, yeah, if we can't find our car keys in the morning, yeah, come to the Lord in prayer about it. He listens. He cares that you can't find your car keys. Uh, he is a God of not just the big stuff, but the little stuff too. Uh, the Bible says it even knows when a sparrow falls from the sky, right? Thanks be to God. I mean, that, I think that just shows and emphasizes how great God's love is and care is for each and every one of us. And he cares enough about this borrowed axe head and helping this guy keep his promise to return it. So also he cares about our lives and, and even the stuff that we think maybe is pretty little that, that other people may not care about, our God does. So that's, that's the little 
um, thing I wanted to talk about. The big one is uh, in the very next account, uh, we hear about Elisha and uh, his servant. And I'm going to kind of make a long story short here, Gary, but they're surrounded by the, the Syrians, the Syrian army. Um, and I'm going to pick up in chapter 6, verse 15. It says, when the... Um, uh, when the servant, the man of God, rose early in the morning, went out, behold, an army with horses and chariots was around the city. And the servant says, alas, my master, what shall we do? Right? They're surrounded. The enemies around them. What are we going to do? And then here's what Elisha says. I think this is pretty neat. Uh, verse 16, he says, do not be afraid for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Okay, what are you talking about, Elisha? The ones who's with us? I don't see anyone Anybody. with us. <laughs> exactly. And so then verse 17, Elisha prayed and said, Oh, Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. So the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, Elisha's servant, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire yeah. all around Elisha. Uh, so incredible, incredible. Uh, that God works in a miraculous way this time, in a big way this time. Uh, and he He opens the eyes of the servant, and here is oh, the army of the Lord. <laughs> the, the angel host, it seems, are there in these chariots of fire. Uh, so, wow, uh, pretty amazing. That, that, again, God who does those little things like that accent now is doing something much bigger, uh, just as miraculous, in defending Elisha and his servant there. And I think that's that's kind of neat, too, a reminder for us that uh, God works in big ways, too, in our lives today. Mm -hmm. and, and those angels that are still just as active today in serving us and protecting us are, are among us, too. We, we don't see them with our human eyes, but yet God's word promises that, uh, that his angels protect us and guard and defend us in all our ways. And sometimes I wonder, you know, if our eyes were open to that, what would it look like? Yeah, <laughs> I know that. You know, the angels there protecting us, watching over us, we might just be amazed. We might, mm -hmm. you know, just bowled over about God's protection that we can't see with our human eyes, but still, but still is there. And we believe it with, with eyes of faith. Uh, that's what faith is, right? A faith in those things that are hoped for, things that we can't see. And yet God is protecting us in ways that we can't see physically, but that we trust uh, with eyes of, eyes of faith. Uh, that he's there for us, protecting us, guarding us, defending us as well. And, and we, we have the angels, but we also have fellow uh, believers as well there to help us. I want to share just a quick short story because you reminded me of this. My brother's daughter, my, my niece, was married by a lake uh, in the middle of Illinois, um, in mid-Illinois. And um, it was a beautiful wedding. It was on a lake, but a storm was rolling in. But the wedding had just ended, and we all got back in our cars, and the storm came in. And not only was it a storm, it was a tornado. Tornado. Oh my goodness. It came in, and my brother had rented all of this uh, <laughs> stuff from the rental place, the chairs for all the people to sit in, a place where the bride and groom stood with the flowers all around yeah. it, an archway there. Sure. All of that blew into the lake and sunk to the bottom of the lake. Oh, my and goodness. And my brother's almost like this Bible story here. My brother's like, oh, no, what am I going to do? I've rented this, all this <laughs> stuff. What can I do? And one of the guys there that the, the family knew was a volunteer firefighter. And he said, I've got an idea. So he said, uh, we've been wanting to uh, run some tests of our diving team. 
Is that right? Yeah. So we'll just bring our diving team out here and we'll try to pull up all of this stuff that you lost here at the bottom of this lake. And uh, they did all but one chair. They found all but one chair and pulled it up. <laughs> Here's something that happened and a fellow Christian came up to help, you know? We're reminded that God works through means, mm-hmm. right? God works yeah. through different things. And in that account with that, I uh, axe that fell in the water. I think that's kind of cool. He uses this means of a stick that he throws in the right. water and then it floats to the top. He didn't have to use a stick, but he does. God works through that means. Yeah. And here too, with, with that example you just shared, God worked through the means of people, other people to provide and to rescue that rented equipment yeah. and, and get it out of the water. The, the fire department got to train their divers too. <laughs> yeah, and there, there you go. go. A double blessing, right? Double, a win-win. Yeah. Right. So anyway, would you like to lead us in prayer as we wrap up this segment? Sure, I'd be happy to. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are almighty, all-knowing, all-powerful God, and yet you're a God who cares for and loves each one of us, whether it is a lost accent or whether it's rented wedding equipment, whatever it may be. Lord, you know our needs and you meet them. Thank you especially for meeting our greatest need, our need of deliverance um, from sin and death. Uh, Even though things look bad at the cross, Lord, you worked it for good for the salvation of the world through Jesus dying and coming back to life. And we thank you for that, Lord. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. And, and one quick note, also, everybody was safe. So we were the wedding was done. It had just ended, and we were leaving when all this happened. So God protected us that way as well. Yeah. That's what matters, right? You know, yeah. that's that's what matters. Everyone yeah. made it safe and uh, watched over uh, that day. So, yeah, yeah. thanks be to God. Yeah. We are the Messenger of Good News worldwide at KFUO.org, AM850 in St. Louis. We're on uh, Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook as well at Facebook.com slash KFUO Radio.